When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? We are back with another episode of my favorite episode of It Is Me, It Is Julie. Matt, will you be chiming in on this episode? I got some thoughts. I I thought you would. I thought you would. (laughs) This is an exciting episode. We're talking about Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, which is a show that I think we all need it during quarantine when we're sad. I agree. It's a very feel-good, heartwarming I think my favorite part about it is that at the heart of it, it's this kind of roller coaster, like kind of like gut wrenching show, but at the same time, so quirky, so fun, yep. musical numbers. So I'm excited to talk about this one. Heck yes. And I think this was actually Kathleen's idea for us to binge and then talk about it. Yeah. So what happened was months ago, before the first episode even aired, or maybe right when, producer Matt was like, oh, this new show came out. Maybe we should do this. And we, me and Julie were both like, yeah, we'll give it a shot. And then I didn't watch it for a while. And then I threw it on at one point and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love a good musical show. Me too. Yeah. I was a gleek, like I've mentioned before. Never finished the series because it just came. I, I, all my char- all my favorite characters left or, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I think the but, end goal here is that we need to convince our listeners to watch this show. A hundred percent. Because we want a season two. We want a season two. Yeah, we need to rally. We this need to get some buzz. This show made me laugh. It made me cringe at the shit they go through. Hell it made yeah. me cry. It made me all the emotions. I actually sent Kathleen a Snapchat of me crying watching the yeah. season finale. <laughs> so I have a favorite episode of the show. And right now we're, we're going to do the whole series. We're yeah. not just picking one episode of the show. But see, I will say, I have never in my life laughed so hard at an episode of something that I have at episode eight, Zoe's oh Extraordinary Glitch. Yes. And not only did this episode change the game and the rules of the show, but I mean, there were some songs that it, this is like a Jane Levy like masterclass in acting, singing, performing. It is phenomenal. I was sitting on my bed, laying on my bed watching it, and during one of the scenes, I screamed and laughed and jumped up and ha- was on my knees watching it five feet away like my eyes were basically touching the tv i was so just like no no this can't be happening mm-hmm. it is yep. excellent it's yep. so good that was one of the episodes that i was like cringing so so did you have a favorite ep- is like do you agree is that one of your i don't know um, i just thought it was so like that episode itself had so many emotions tied to it that i was like this is so well written let me think hold on while you try to think, I don't have a particular favorite episode, but what I think I really, really liked about this show is that they, so there was a thing that I remember hearing, I think it was about Scrubs, but a lot of TV shows talk about the concept that when you're doing a TV show, 
a lot of the time you have to expect that you might not ever get another season or an opportunity after this. So you want to put everything into it. And this show dips into so many cool experimental moments. So while I don't have like a favorite episode, there are moments that I think are insanely powerful. And the biggest oh, yeah. one for me was the fight song all in sign language yep. performance. Mm-hmm. So like good. I was tearing up because it was such a different thing. It was one of those moments where I feel like this show was very inclusive in the sense that it tried to like not just tell this story about this girl with this weird musical vision yep. situation, but it like tapped into like her neighbor is like gender fluid and like how this girl is doesn't hear and sing sings through sign language and like it just tried to include such a beautiful tapestry of humans oh, in yeah. its storytelling like yeah. it's it's really impressive with what they did with so few episodes right yeah do we want to go through what the show's about yeah so what i was just gonna say is maybe we'll talk just because there's obviously people out there that maybe haven't watched it yet we'll talk about what the show's about and then go episode by episode of what happens and the cliffhanger well not not really cliffhanger hanger, but how the series ends and how we're hoping that there's a season two. Mm-hmm. And we'll give you a warning before we get to the end. And if you're like, "Ooh, I'm interested. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then just stop listening. And yeah, as soon back. as you're like, "Ooh, I'm kind of interested. Just shut off the episode and binge the 12 episodes and then hit play <laughs> and finish. Exactly. So you find out that Zoe's father has like a um like ALS kind of like it's a set. some neurological disease. Yeah, I think it's called like PSP or something. Because it said it at the end of the series, like, for information about yeah. the disease. And I always, the whole episode, or the whole season, I thought it was ALS, because that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. And then I actually Googled it. It's basically a neurological disease. He's immobile and can't speak. Right. He can kind of move his fingers. He can move his eyes. Like, you can, if he's crying, you can see he's crying, but he's having a hard time. And honestly, like, Peter Gallagher is a really big actor, so I was really surprised that, not to say that that is not really tough acting. I mean, he plays it so well. Yeah, and he does are, a very good job at it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but I was like, wow, is he, but Sandy of course. Sandy Cohen from the OC. Yeah, eventually OC? he does um, obviously have his own musical numbers and stuff, yep. but go yep. ahead, Jules. So she goes to the doctor to get an MRI done just to like check to make sure she's all good. And during that time, there's an earthquake <laughs> while she's in the machine getting an MRI. And then that's what starts her seeing these musical numbers and it's basically these musical numbers of how people are feeling but not expressing yeah it's like affectionately known as heart songs in the show and she can hear their innermost thoughts through song but i think in the first episode i was really like okay what are the rules here Mm-hmm. And and I think it's still kind of vague, and she's still working through it. And that's where, so she has this, um, like Matt said, like a gender fluid, non-binary neighbor, Mo, who he is just amazing. Like he, oh, he's the and, best. First of all, every song he sings, but like the sass, the like confidence, and which is another great thing. Like I wrote down, every Mo song is amazing, amazing. but I like how confident, cool, like so cool. And then her, his songs are just so deep and sad sometimes and and it's just so well done but he plays the character where it's like okay we are acknowledging that these rules are wonky so every time she hears a hard song they kind of break down okay well why did that happen what was happening did time does time is time stopping around us can anyone else see that this is happening basically the rules are there is no rules yeah and While we're on Mo, let's just discuss real quick, like, what are some of your favorite Mo moments? Sorry, I just realized he, the actor that's in this is also in Glee. He joins 
the Glee team because he can like be himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll get to eventually, but like Zoe finds out that like he's going to the church choir dressed as a male. Sure. And he prefers to be dressed as a female. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's what I wrote down. That episode, uh, I think it's episode four, Zoe's Extraordinary Neighbor. I mean, it's a it's featuring Mo completely, and Zoe's working through her own faith through that. But like Julie said, he's basically not being himself at church because in other churches and other places he hasn't been accepted. But by the end, he gets there. And it's such a good episode. Yeah. I, I also like... I mean, there's a lot of good mo- um, moments, but I like when he sings issues in during the class. But I love that they're like he's singing, <laughs> and the teacher's like class audition going on. What is going on? But I'm like, sh- he is such a good singer. Oh my god, so so talented. Yeah, Matt, what's your favorite? I think mo? my favorite mo moment, uh, my moment is. Uh, <laughs> I just like love <laughs> it. What he said is this scene that I think we can all relate to where Zoe is having an argument with somebody and Mo knocks on the door and is just like, enough. Yeah. And the solution is, we're going to put on this song and we are going to sing along and just jump all of the rage and anxiety out yeah. of ourselves yeah. right it's now. It's the perfect song. It's it's um, I, I love it. Yeah, yeah I love it by a kind of pop. And it's I, I I Instagram storied it. And yeah. when, like when that happened, I was like, yup. You yeah. did because sometimes mm-hmm. you need that. Maybe Some... I snap storied it. One of them. <laughs> I I was <laughs> I just like, this it. is it. This but is... yeah, you need those moments. You yeah. need those moments where you're like, because I used for me, it's <laughs> when I'm like pissed off at like work. Like if I'm leave, if I've had a terrible day at work, you like hop in the car. And you pick like the most angry song mm-hmm. that you can just crank in the car and sing along. And then you feel like just having some outlet to get all of that out of you yeah. makes you better. Yeah. And like having that be that moment where it's like, we're just going to jump around until we feel like normal human beings and can talk about this like people again. Right. Yeah. So in some ways it hurts Zoe because like she finds out her best friend's in love with her mm-hmm. because he uh, sings her a song and the it's a handsome, love song. most perfect Skylar Aston, oh like my the God. most charming, sweet angel. A hundred percent. Before like... you two started watching it, one of my best friends, Clara, is the only person I knew who watched it at the time, and we would text each other and just be like, "Skylar, like he <laughs> yeah. when he sings Five Hundred Miles or I, I what's that? Oh, song it's called? beautiful. Yeah, I'm gonna I, be. I'm gonna be. Yeah. It is like I mean I already loved that song from Wait, like a million different things. I would walk, walk five. Oh, okay. But he okay. does it in this like most romantic like way. But he's outside on the corner and she's listening to him sing from inside, and it is perfect. I mean, yeah. he is head over heels for this girl. I, know. I can't believe it. I mean, I don't so, know why she's friends or So she is this like introverted coder at the spark point. So we we haven't even mentioned Lauren Graham yet. So that's kind of where all the quirkiness happens. Like at the heart of the show. It's a family trying to deal with knowing that they're going to lose their dad. And a lot of that is the emotions. And then you get to spark point with these like wacky characters and then a love triangle, of course, um, with Zoe. And then Simon, who is also handsome as hell, is engaged. And then with her and then also her best friend, Skylar. But I was never for one second a Simon girl. I am a Skylar because I'm a pitch perfect like totally. fanatic. I agree. Though. I agree. So Skylar is one of those ones where I would follow to the end of the earth. So. But she uses her, I guess we could call them powers now, yeah. to like connect with Simon because he's like putting on a happy face, but he's singing a very depressing song. I think what's the bigger thing is that like she she sees like you said that he's wearing a happy face and singing these sad songs, and that would be like one thing. But I think it's then because of that 
she makes the connection of he lost his dad and my dad's dying. And like that yeah. allows them to, it, it's like a good first step into her actually being able to naturally have a very good friendship with him. Like yeah. I just, I don't want anyone listening to think that it's like, oh, she just like reads his emotions and uses it to like oh, get no. to know him no, better. It's just, no, a, no. It's just I a, meant like yeah. she uses it to like talk, like because in earlier episodes, like they didn't really talk, they were just coworkers. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. uses it as like, not like segue, but she obviously talks to him about. I forget what uh, it's Sad World, isn't it? Mad, Mad World, Ma- Mad World from yeah. Donnie Darko. Oh, love it! So a thing we kind of didn't uh, touch on yet is when she hears somebody having a heart song or whatever it is, she has to do something about it, or else it'll just haunt her. That song will keep coming back until she deals with whatever underlying issue, or she has to kind of help this person. That is singing the heart song, which is cool because like every episode is basically centric to a different character. Mm-hmm. That. So that's why my favorite episode, episode eight, completely changes the game. And she's the one singing the songs and has to deal with her own shit. And it starts out really sad. And by the end of the episode, when she's singing that song, I am fucking wrecked. What's when she's on? like, how can I live without you? To her dad. Oh, yes, yes, and yes. Because that song isn't like I don't think of that song as like a family song no and no. then the you fact that she like did I was song. like it's perfect I'm like oh my god it's so I true know. like losing your dad it's unbelievable I mean it's and and like I said Jane I so <laughs> well wait the one important thing to note is that when people are breaking out in song it, she's the only one that can see it but when she breaks out in song, it's the world is still happening and they're all looking at her like, what yeah. the fuck so are you Jane doing? Jane is seeing all the dancers around her. Because, okay, so another thing we didn't um, touch on is Mandy Moore, who is, I've always been obsessed with because I'm a So You Think You Can Dance like super fan, choreographs it all and she does an amazing job. It just makes me wish I somehow could have gotten into that profession. Not choreographing, but being involved in, like... Mandy Moore did? Not the... Man- oh. Not, like, Mandy Moore, This Is Us. Mandy Moore, the, the very famous choreographer who did oh. La-, La La Land and all that stuff. So okay. she does Dancing with the Stars, So You Think You Can Dance. She's amazing. And she choreographed all the intimate dances, all the huge, gigantic numbers, especially the ASL one Matt yeah. talked about. Yeah. And she's fucking phenomenal yeah. in this. Like, really good. Um, but I thought the way that they showed that Jane... Like she's singing "Crazy" by Norris Barkley, and it's it's truly nuts. And then Skylar is just like looking at her when they take the dancers away. It is such good TV. <laughs> it's phenomenal. You're just dying laughing. Yeah. Her acting is so good. It also like brought back songs for me that I like forgot about. Like when her brother and his wife are having the issues and they're singing "Just Give Me a Reason," and yeah. I'm like, "This song is so good!" Yeah, like, it is. Oh my god! Yeah, there's a lot of talent. Really yeah, a lot of talent. Yes, a hundred percent. So she falls into the love triangle we talked about. Yeah, she becomes like pretty freaking tight with Mo, so that's like a friendship. Yep. She gets very close with Jane, which is her boss, mm-hmm. Joan. Joan, sorry. She like thinks that they're like weird. Like she gets the promotion, yeah, but she's let's not talk sure about if she Lauren likes Graham's her. Character. Yeah, um, Matt, what do you think about Lauren Graham's character? Because uh, again, I always say this because I'm like a ride or die bitch and loyal bitch for a lot of people. But Lauren Graham specifically, I mean, I am a Gilmore Girl, Parenthood, all of it. I'm obsessed. Yeah, I like her um, too. It's really weird. I feel like she's such a big name, but she didn't have like many huge moments i think that you would have muddied the waters too much and the only reason why i say that is that like 
when I think about this show, I think that there's a lot to love about this show. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you that like the quirkiness is all at spark point. But like for me, the show is always at its best when it's her with her dad. And of that's course. like the absolute heart the of the heart. show. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're already dealing enough with like the love triangle between like I just never was fully invested in like Lauren Graham's relationship with the one coder. Leaf. Leaf. The leaf. Yeah. Like I was just like, eh, like it's fine. It's a cute story. But like I'm not invested in that story as much as like because the thing that made me want to watch more of this show was in that first episode when you have that moment where it's like she can still talk to her dad through these heart songs. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that was like that moment where I was like, okay, I'm in. Like, I wasn't sure how I felt, and yeah. that was the, like, I, I wasn't bought it. I was necessarily, like, I mean, the Lauren Graham leave stuff was, was good for me. I mean, it wasn't, but it brought me, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, which is my favorite <laughs> moment of the entire series. <laughs> Jane's acting like is so like Jim Carrey physical acting trying to stop herself from singing this fucking insane no music song like they didn't even bother putting dancers or anything and then she's doing this like wild dancing just in front of them and their faces are so shocked but they still just kind of let her do it they're just so like Lauren's Lauren's acting in the back is just going no yeah, yeah. no <laughs> it's it is like I've watched it so many times and I watched it today with my mom because I was we need a new show after Jane the Virgin. And she's like, we're watching this show yeah. after th- I just showed her episode eight. And she's like, yeah, let's start from the beginning. It's, oh she God. really does. She goes full liar, liar. In that she episode. does. <laughs> it, it, when she's covering her mouth and then trying to slip out of the room and her eyes like it's it's really good acting. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Phenomenal. I don't know how you couldn't pick Skylar. Max is his name in the show over. Simon, well, with just how good he is with her dad. Like, I know. I'm like, oh, my well, God. I, think they, I hate to keep bringing up this one specific episode, but she sings I'm Yours to to Skylar, and she sings I Want You to Want Me, and, they li- and he literally says one's about love and one's about attraction. Like, yeah. it, it, that's what it is. I mean, she's attracted to Simon, but she doesn't see what she has right in front of her right. with Max. And, I mean, I think that happens a lot. You mm-hmm. don't know what you got. That's sitting right in front of you. I think it's. I think it's a really good story. Um, I loved um, when Simon and his and his fiance were breaking up. That whole. Dance I was gonna scene. say. I think that's my favorite episode. The engagement party. Yeah, I'm talking about when they're breaking up in the office at Sparkpoint and doing a dance. I forget what the song is. I know. I gotta uh, look oh, up I, these happier. Songs. It's happier by Marshmello. Oh, I yes, want you yes. to, and it's really good. But speaking of the engagement party, talk about cringeworthy moments. She literally uh, sets fire to the entire thing. I'm like Zoe, um, literally come on. and metaphorically. But um, say my name with the fiance is so good. So good. She she's really talented as well. I was yeah. like, and that song. I mean, Destiny's Child for life. But I was like watching, and I was like, I wish I could sing and dance. <laughs> say, watching her do say my name, I was like, damn, yeah, that's talent, baby. You know who was the I- boy is mine. Yeah, with, I love oh, that. that one yeah. was good, too. Yeah. I'm, like, looking up the songs that were sang because there were so many that I was like, dude, yes, this is so good. So um, at one point in the in the series, Max ends up getting offer an offer to work on the sixth floor, which is, like, they're com- it's, like, the same company but, like, competitor. Yeah, like, different teams, and yeah. they're, like, working on different projects. And the bosses don't get along, so... He basically tells Zoe is his boss, and she he basically says to her like, "I was given an offer to work on the sixth floor. Like, what do you think about that?" And she's like, "I'd be like an asshole to tell you not to." 
Which, like, I agree with her. Like, I like I don't think it yeah. was bad that she yeah. did that. But he took that to the heart of being, like, nobody fought for me to stay. You literally just, like, let me go. So he goes up there. And then um, Lauren Graham's character tries to get him back. And <laughs> <laughs> then it breaks into song of the bosses singing The Boy Is Mine by which, <laughs> Monica. Which is cringy and also amazing. And Brandy. Which you do have to not, like, if I had to say one person who I think was slightly underutilized in this show it's that you have angelica schuyler the original angelica schuyler from hamilton and she only does two duet songs and doesn't get to just like who is that uh, it's the in, boss from sixth floor yeah oh, the sixth gotcha, floor gotcha, boss gotcha. so for her to like only get two duets i'm like no like i want her to just like well they brought in um bernadette Hamil- peters they br- yeah bernadette peters was another they underutilized brought in bernadette one. peters like they had huge musical names in this like i mean they were pulling Big hitters for this. I would be really surprised if we don't get a season two. I mean, we need a season two with some more Bernadette Peters. I for can't sure. even like the production budget. Va- like it was so well done. I mean, like they they went all in on it. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I, and I will say one of the characters who I think is my my low key favorite character is Howie, the um, oh, yeah. the so the live in nurse. That whole relationship with him and his his daughter. Like you're you kind of see both sides of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm sitting there, I'm like, no, I get it. Like that's very scary that your child yeah. has any type of disability and they want to go somewhere where you can't protect them. Yeah. But then also I get her desire to be like, I need to do, this is a really great opportunity for me and I'm going to do something really cool and amazing and it's going to be like this thing that I'll remember for the rest of my life and I want to do it. <laughs> well, Howie's character kind of made me think like, wow, people who do this, obviously it's such a sad, draining, emotionally draining just job. And when Jane... people to watch their loved one die. Exactly. Like, that's and when Zoe job. is like freaking out at him and screaming at him for being like, why would you sedate him? Blah, blah, blah. Like people in these jobs have to do such hard Hard emotional work and of Mm -hmm. course these family members are going to be reacting like this because and like watching zoe realize like wow i fucked up i shouldn't have done that it's like this show gets really heavy yeah and and the last episode yeah i as someone who's had to you know julie and i both have had to experience a hospice death and it's so they did such a good job of really just nailing what that is like just sitting in a house and there's a person that is literally laying in a bed dying and there's nothing you can do. And the conversation that she has with Howie where she's like, tell me what death is like. And he's like, on one hand, it's this ugly, terrible, awful thing. Or it's that you fulfilled everything that you can do and you're just leaving this body that won't let you continue to do the things that you would like. Like seeing it as like you can look at it as the worst thing or you can look at it as a beautiful thing, but it's all up to you to decide what's the version you're going to interpret what's happening to you as. Right. Oh, God. And the, the Mary Steenburgen's character, like the whole time, she's really talented and everything, but the whole time I kept just being like, this is really sad for her. Yeah. Like you got it. Like she... She was kind of playing this character. She was trying to stay strong for um, for him and the for, family. Yeah, just and like everybody. And uh, I can't even imagine being in that position. But it's so crazy because this show is so heavy, but it's fun. Like, it's yeah. a really fun show. I would never sell it to somebody and, and be like, it's devastating, it's sad, but it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is. It's such a good balance of both gives you all the feels i don't think you can have like it wouldn't be as good of a show if it was too heavy on on either of them like if it was way too sad or like and then it would just be this is us 
Yeah. It uses the fantasies, especially in the last episode, uses the fantasies in such a touching way. Be it like these long drawn out shots to to depict the monotony of certain activities or you know basically trying to do like a wedding dance for different factors like it's just a i really i i really do think that the last like 20 minutes of that last episode is like some of the most powerful stuff that i've watched on tv yeah well it always made me laugh when like so Zoe never knows the songs that are being sang to her. <laughs> and oh like, she'll be like something about like issues, moon dance. And yeah. like, she'll be like, yeah. it was probably moon dance. That's like, exactly what Mo said. Yeah. She's like, you were singing about a song. I don't know the name of it, but it was about issues. And he, she was like, it's probably issues. Yeah. Like, it, it yeah. Is. So yeah the thing is, she goes, I got a bad feeling. I, I was think, singing a song about bad moons rising. And she goes, well, I'm going to go ahead and guess it was bad. Moon yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know any of the songs. It's another so funny. like character who I think is underrated and, is necessary is Tobin, the coder who is just like in love with Leaf, Leaf. (laughs) and it's just like, but every, even in the one episode, he's like, I screwed this up. And she's like, well, maybe like, he's like, are you sure I screwed this up? And she's just like, well, everyone makes mistakes and you worked all day to fix it. And he's like, you're right. Let's go with that. Like, and just like, (laughs) like throws his chair away. And I'm like, he's so funny. He's so extra, but he's like sad. And like, oh, it's great. Some of like the way they did these songs, I loved so much like in the coffee shop when I think her name's Autumn the girl that he dates Mm -hmm. and she sings I want to dance with somebody but it's like slow like and I'm just like damn like you never think you could hear like a slow version of that song that's like the song that people play at like weddings and you're just like going crazy and it was like slow dancing and stuff well I mean we have to talk about Skylar doing a flash mob to if I can't have you by Sean Mendez. Yeah. But Zoe not realizing that it's a flash mob. So she's like standing up and like not reacting. Yeah. Like she's just like oh, another song thinking that nobody can see her. And she's like enough or something. And Skylar says something back to her. And he's, she's like, you can hear me. He's like, I don't know what you mean by that. And and then, he, oh, it's so sweet and cute. And then it's just a real life flash mob. And, and that's when she tells him about his power, so her power. So at yeah. that point, only Mo knows. It's only a Mo and Zoe thing. Yeah. And then he, she tells Skylar. Because Mo is like trying believe. to help her through it. Yeah. And like to understand it. And it's so funny. Like even like the coffee shop scene that I was talking about. Like she'll be like, it's happening. Yeah. And then Mo will be like, well, what are they singing? Right. And that's kind of one of those moments where I'm like, okay, what are the rules here? Cause yeah, because you can talk to her yeah, while it's happening. So to... time's not frozen. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Which yeah. is weird, but but I mean, those characters are just as confused as we are, and I'll take that. Like, yep. it doesn't seem like a plot hole to me that what are the rules here because those characters are literally Trying mentioning in real time why is this happening, if, what is yeah. happening. If we get a second season, I want Mo's apartment to kind of look like like a detective in like a crime like a true crime documentary where she's got like a chalkboard chalkboard, with like all the rules and like strings connecting everything (laughs) i know they need to write a rule book about it the only rule we know is that she has to do something about the songs yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, i'm trying to think of others like julie was mentioning i want to dance with somebody done really slow and i i actually think that the performance you mentioned already, Kathleen, but the 500 miles, mm-hmm. it's going to like that might now be my favorite version of that song because yeah. I feel like that song's always had very pretty lyrics, but people it, it's done in such a goofy, <laughs> goofy way yeah. that like having it done very sincerely actually highlights how pretty those lyrics are. Yeah. 
Um, I also really liked, and I don't know if I liked the performance or I just love every version I've ever heard of this song, but I like Leaf doing I Put a Spell on You. He's yeah. really good singer. <laughs> He's very talented. Oh my God. He he can belt, man. I know. I loved Lauren Graham singing Roar by Katy Perry oh, when she- Okay, that's one. Is, is that when they're at the bar? Yes. Okay, that was really good. I Snapchatted that one as well. Yeah. I think I storyed that. Because that song, it. first of all, is fucking any mood you're- Like, I'm telling you, one yeah. time I went through a phase- this was like recently like six months ago you would have thought like me and kenny broke up and i was like i don't even know like i was listening to it on repeat belting it just feeling so empowered to be like fuck everybody this is (laughs) like this is the best song it's the best fucking song to like make yourself feel better i'm telling you yeah katie perry shout Um, out I'm glad that Lauren Graham met, or I'm, I'm, I guess we should start saying their actual names. Jane, Joan, Joan and her, douche, her douche face husband. Yeah, he was it. such an ass. I know. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm going through like a list on my phone right now of like the songs because there were so many oh that I God. just like I forgot loved. that Lauren Graham does Kesha TikTok as well. <laughs> that's at the bar. Wait, that's yeah, what they're actually the bar. bar. Yeah. Oh my like, God. That's been, it's just like they're literally. I'm just picturing Lauren Graham at the table read, just being like, okay, now I'm gonna about to sing TikTok. There's something so entertaining about watching Lorelai Gilmore just doing, and the party don't stop till (laughs) I walk. Dude, she sings Wrecking Ball too. (laughs) Yeah. So I, good. I, I like she, this They definitely her. gave her some of the best songs. Yeah. So <laughs> Lorelai and Sarah Braverman, so her parenthood and, and Gilmore Girls characters, were very similar. Like sarcastic, witty, quick, yeah. um, kind of like this like single woman who's like empowered to like do it. Like very similar characters and a lot of the acting I saw. I mean, of course, like you're an actor, you're going to do similar things. But they felt very similar to me, which is great because I love both those characters. This feels different, which I was hype about. Like, she's completely different. She's still quick, smart, witty. She's kind of, like, mean, which yeah. is good. Like, that's not her characters on but the But she's, other like, one. boss mean. Like, the yeah. like the boss mean that you Hell want yeah. where it's, like, the boss is going to call you out when you fuck up but isn't afraid to be like, hey, you're doing a good job. Uh-huh. But like, they're not going to linger on it. They're yeah, like, no. hey, good job on that project, and then keep yeah, moving. Yeah, she's not coddling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah like... exactly. So I did. I, I ended up loving um, her and Zoe's relationship and friendship, which is good. And I think I think if when, uh, confidence here, yeah, when we're putting we it out in the world. Two, <laughs> I think they're going to explore that more. I think okay. they have to. Lauren, they're going to have to give Lauren like a, like a, bigger, a bigger role than what she had. Yeah. Even though it was still great. I, I want more for her. I know. I, I love their like friendship. The second and main character. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love so we you find out that after her divorce, Joan, who's the boss, sleeps with Leaf. Mm-hmm. And Leaf then becomes like in love with her. And yeah. Zoe's like, yo, he's in love with you. Like you want to cut this off. Yeah. So she cuts it off and they go out to the bar and <laughs> See, this is him singing this is bad. So funny. I was dying laughing. Yeah. So that he signs up to do karaoke and like he's out with Max and they're like going out for drinks because like they're fine and everything's fine and like they're not upset. And then they call Leaf's name, do the karaoke and he sings all out of love. Yeah. And like in not <laughs> a good way. And he's like and reaching out to her. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, we should go. See, I like how they incorporate this because he's literally singing karaoke. Like this is a song about people breaking out into big musical numbers but then they have this scene where he's literally singing a yeah. sad song and then 
um, Max breaks into bye 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 yeah bye 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 oh, which is so also, good. he's so hot that's I like know. his like pitch perfect like he's mm. really good at the dancing the singing like love hot it boy. Well, love and I think that doing the karaoke like because you said Leaf sings it badly which I think is a cool distinction to also add in there where it it gives you this vibe that it's it's like no they can be bad singers in the real world but when it's a musical number they like are up to the challenge yeah, a little right. bit more <laughs> exactly. Um, I also want to give a shout out to the actor that plays Simon when he sang Jealous by Nick Jonas. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I was there for it. You know, I liked Simon's character and I didn't when I said earlier that I was like, I've been team Max this whole time. I just think they made Max so perfect that like, I mean, they gave him some flaws where the way he reacts to Zoe, but he always like with her maybe not knowing what her feelings are. Yeah. But he always comes back. Like, even the day, like, in episode eight, when he she sings to Skylar and then she sings to Simon, like, he ends up standing with her and talking her through, like, the issues she's having about her dad. Like, he's a good guy. Yeah. So I was like, and Simon was always engaged, so it's like... And that, I was going to say that. It's not even that Simon's engaged, but they don't really make his fiance a bad person. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like... She's this horrible controlling fiance where you're like, oh, well, like, yeah, there's the issue that she can't relate emotionally to Simon's Mm -hmm. feeling of loss with his dad. But like she makes efforts. She doesn't she at at first she's not even threatened by the relationship that Zoe and Simon have as friends, but is like, hey, you're connecting with him on this really deep way. Please help me. Like, yeah, like she's such a good girlfriend in the Mm -hmm. sense that she's trying her best to connect to him so i think that also always made it really hard for me to like cheer on the simon relationship because i'm like he's right there max is right there oh my god i know team max the whole time i was that was actually going to be my question to you of like whose team are you on but you made it real team max but i but i enjoy simon yeah i I like simon too i mean i get it for her like imagine someone that you always crushed on and then you think of your best friend being in love with you and you're like fuck it just makes you think like okay zoe did you really not realize it until he was singing songs to you like you had to know girls know but damn i love the show i know (laughs) it was good so i feel like we kind of jumped all over the place but basically let's go through like the situations overall with each so we know about the love triangle um as kathleen had mentioned Simon's Simon and his fiance call their engagement off because she basically is like I know that you're like not all in on this um and also because like of what he was going on mentally and like it just it wasn't working out so Zoe and Simon like kind of try to date and it like doesn't work and she's like look it's too soon for you for anything whatever and then like the one part where I got really thrown off is like he sings jealous when he sees them like getting the cheesecakes, which look bomb, by the way. I know. Uh, the mini that. cheesecakes together. And she's like, Max is my friend. Like, you have nothing to worry about. And then 30 minutes later, she's making out with Max. Yeah, and that was like, hot. Dude, yes. Oh, wait. Okay. That's that's a comedy scene. He cannot. Oh, my he's, God. They're the making songs. out and he is singing all these heart songs to her. And she's like, stop it. Yeah. Think about anything <laughs> At else. first, he Empty sings all of me by John Legend. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, think of like, she says something like, um, don't think about like love. Like think about like sex, like sexy or something. And he sings, I know you want me by Pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> and it starts escalating a little bit. He like picks her up and pushes her against the wall. I mean, I'm like, explained. yes. <laughs> and then of course she then gets the call about her dad. Yeah. 
So I guess kind of what the cliffhanger is, like, for a season two that we're rooting for is, like, we'll find out what happens now with, like, her situation with Simon and Max. Um, I'm all in on Mo and Eddie's relationship. Mm-hmm. Eddie's his name, right? The boyfriend? Yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah. Love them. Love that. Love um, them. We'll get more, like, uh, her brother and his wife had the baby. We're going to jump into a spoiler alert because, yeah, you've asked a good question. And I think there's that scene where they're slow dancing and she says that she's going to miss him. And he puts her head to his heart and she can hear a soft instrumental version of True Colors, which Mm -hmm. was the first song he sang to her in the first episode. So I think that we're going to get into this weird spiritual thing where she can invoke him for guidance. Maybe it'll be like a dream. Yeah, through dreams or something. But I think that he is going to continue to show up and sing songs throughout episodes. That would be cool. That was my first question in the first episode. I was like, what are they going to do? Like, Because he's (laughs) dying. You know he's dying. He's They know it. It's happening right away. So it's like, what are they going to do with that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that'll make it through the first season. And And Julie called it on my crying. Oh, my God. So, like, the last (laughs) episode... (laughs) So after like what I just talked about where it gets like hot and steamy with with her and Max and then she gets the phone call that's basically like tonight's the night like the night that we've all been dreading um it's happening and she's like shit I got to get over there the son is so devastated over just like the fact of one losing his dad but also that his dad won't get to see his first grandchild oh my god first of all like already my like I'm getting chills talking mm-hmm. about this and then he said, him and his wife go to say goodbye, and they sing Lullaby, Goodnight, My Angel by Billy Joel. And it's like a duet. And I'm like going to cry thinking yeah. about it. That's the snap yeah. that I sent you of me like sobbing. Yeah. Like I was like, Julie's eyes are well. Oh yeah. my God. Like it's just, it's so deep. And like, it just made me think of like my dad. Like uh, I'm like, dude, like, no. I mean, the best shows do that. They make you put uh, you in, in those shoes and you're like, I can't even imagine. It's like gut wrenching. It yeah. is so, so sad. And like poor Zoe is just standing there just like watching it. And then the mom then sings Dream a Little Dream. No. To stop. him. You I know. Stop. Yeah, which is like <laughs> no. with within like our <laughs> family. Stop. Dude, within our family that song has such a like it just makes me think of my grandpa. Like yeah, my grandpa my used to cover that song all the time on like guitar and our pop up passed away years ago when we were younger. So like that song already makes me think of him and then like the wife is singing it to him. Oh my god, I can't. I'm no. seriously I don't getting even want to talk up. about the last one. Yeah, so it's I'm start sobbing on it's air. so heavy. On air. And then, you know, and then we get to the slow dance. We get to this beautiful, beautiful slow dance. And then we get a full performance of American Pie. Mm-hmm. And which was amazing. Loved yeah. it. Well, and it's what I liked about that song is that choice is like imagine that we don't get a second season how fitting is the last song of the show being about the day the music dies oh, I mean, like it's such a a perfect like if this is doing. yeah if this is the one chance we get to tell this story this is what it has to end with yeah and it's just i mean anybody who's had to deal with that hustle and bustle of like doing a funeral like it in that 8 minutes it just captures the entire exhausting day from like walking to the graveyard and doing the after I want to say after not party. wanting to get out of the car. Yeah. Luncheon, oh my God. Matt. It's a luncheon. Yeah, luncheon. <laughs> it was at the after, after party. party. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like 
and and just the word choice when she says we have to face the music someday like mm-hmm. like everything about that final scene it is was so, so well done NBC, it was so well done nbc mm-hmm. has to know what kind of unique show they have here i can't even imagine this getting canceled well because like it, they have to know that with its i don't know i don't i haven't looked at any of the ratings or anything but this show has a a strong, loyal fan base, and they got to know that they can expand it. I mean, of course, a musical show like this isn't for everybody, but it is, like, done so well, and they have to know what they have. Like, I need them to know. NBC, I need you to know what you have. So Let the, me tell you. So here's the thing. Like, they had to be pushing hard for this. And the reason why I say that is that they advertised the shit out of this show during the Super Bowl. Yeah, they also did... They dropped an episode, and then the next one didn't come out for two months. And that's what I mean. Like, I think they dropped... I think the pilot dropped after, like, something big. Yeah. Like, I think it was like, hey, follow up to this very popular show. We're going to debut this series that doesn't actually launch until February. And I think that that was a smart move, because they launched it and then put that pilot on Hulu right away. Yeah. And it gave people a good month to watch that first episode and decide if it was a show they wanted to watch. And I'm looking at the numbers, and I don't... I don't know how to analyze numbers, but the amount of people who watched it live, from what I'm looking at, the live numbers are almost identical to the amount of DVR numbers, which means that like you're hitting both of those markets simultaneously. So it looks like almost every episode at least brought in 3 million viewers. That's across big. The wow. Board. Yeah, like, that's awesome. So when they say 3 million, that's... That's, that's DVR and live viewing combined. Yeah. That's big numbers. 100%, yeah. yeah. And I think that this is also one of the shows, like you said, this is a great show for a quarantine-type situation because this is one of those shows that someone's going to stumble upon on Hulu, Mm -hmm. watch it, they're going to tweet about it. Other people are going to be like, oh, what's... like?" I think that this is one of those big word-of-mouth shows where it's like, NBC, even if you're considering it, pump the brakes until quarantine's over and see... How, what it's like. how how much evolves, this yeah. like yeah. sets the world on fire with people watching it? I mean, I've been recommending it to everybody. Yeah, Bridget started watching. I'm gonna get my mom to watch it. Yeah, it's really good. And if you think about how many people loved Glee, like we haven't had a show like Glee mm-hmm. like in a long time. And like I love watching people sit like people that are musically talented, like singing. Like I'm a big like broadway girl like i love broadway shows like musicals i'm fucking yeah. in on musicals you saw you guys our listeners know how i feel about high school musical the musical series like i'm yeah, in on a I good musical there's, there's also like a difference between like I, I get some people might not like music but these are all very popular known songs, songs. Yep. it's not like it's original music which again not knocking that we love that you can't yeah. give us an original song we can fall in love with and we are fucking in yeah it's easier to, <laughs> to get to convince somebody else who it's like I mean, American Pie. Like, who wouldn't love that rendition? You know what I yeah. mean? Oh, it's, my it's, God. It's, it's so good. It's, it's, I'm glad if that If they you put said... out a soundtrack of the best of Zoe's Extraordinary Play, you can already download, download it, it on Apple it. Music. Oh, it is songs. on Apple Music? Yeah. I mean, I, I paid for the 33-track High School Musical, the musical, the series soundtrack <laughs> on CD. I know. Uh, I do have to laugh. I, I sent this, I think, to Kathleen, but the creator of the show did tweet out a couple days ago. Just thinking, if we get renewed for a second season, I'm very excited to do Eye of the Tiger and He Had It Coming in our special Joe Exotic Carol Baskin episode. Oh, yeah. oh my <laughs> God. That'll be amazing. That's so funny. Just to bounce back to um, American Pie again, like I just loved this so much. Like 
I was just uh, every song that they picked for situations like I'm like they couldn't have picked more perfect song like and we just talked about that but um they picked they picked songs or like they had the character sing songs that were like relatable to what was going on and uh Zoe and Max are like walking into the kitchen together and Simon's walking past them and he like sings the part where it's like well I know that you're in love with him and I'm like dude yes they did it so well I'm just like oh my god it was so good they they crushed the ending it's all very very smart and well thought out every single second of that yeah and that's why I said like I I would love a second season but this is one of those few times where it's like if God forbid they don't get one, you, I couldn't have thought of a better ending mm-hmm. for the show. Like it I is... will say, it could have been a standalone season, and that's the story they wanted to tell and whatever. But we need more. Yeah. We need, <laughs> I we want need more. Need more. But if if for some reason the creator was like, "That's the story I wanted to tell, and that's that," I'd be like, "Ugh." How about second season's Mo's extraordinary playlist, yeah. and Mo gets the powers now yes. and just. That's straight out of Happy Death Day (laughs) when they're just like, now this person is dying every day (laughs) instead. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. I would be in on Mo's extraordinary playlist. Me, too. Are you kidding? Honestly, as long as Jane Levy's still a a main character, fuck yes. (laughs) Any of those people could be the main character. And as long as they still had Jane and everybody like around, in. So in. It's a phenomenal cast. So as you all can tell, we highly, highly, highly recommend watching this show. Three highlies. Highly (laughs) recommend it. Because, look, what else do we got going on? You can laugh, you can cry, you can dance. Dude, yeah. And 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 send us your your crying faces from the last season, and I can compare them to mine. Yeah, exactly. Because I did say that And I'm going to rewatch it with my mom, and I'm going to laugh, and I'm going to cry, and I'm going to sing, and I'm going to dance all over again. Oh, it's so good. I just finished it, and I'm going to rewatch it right now so so that's the tea so that's the tea so it is what it is i mean (laughs) we have never let you guys down before no we have not i would think that if you guys didn't love high school musical the musical the series we would have gotten a review about it (laughs) and we haven't because that show is so good still working on trying to date ricky it's not i'm assuming that production is halted on that i Always watch when Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua <laughs> Bassett go live on Instagram. Yeah. And people have asked that. And he, I think I'm 99% sure Joshua Bassett was like, we haven't, we haven't been able to start. Damn it. Right. Damn it. Okay. I was very yeah. hopeful because talk about a show that I would be very excited about if oh it dropped my God. out but, of nowhere. But if you think about it, if quarantine truly does end, and I don't know where they're all from. It really depends on what state you're in, honestly. But if it does end sooner rather than later, Last time, I think the series came out in October, September or October. Or, no, yeah. no, it was November. So, like, they could still have time to release it in. Oh, th- yeah. If they drop one in November, even just in general, they're not dropping it for another year. Like, you got to keep a year in between. No one's yeah. dropping more. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, I know. Yeah, You're like, right. we should have enough you. time. Yeah. I hope so because, man, I miss Ricky. Yeah. Let's wrap this up before okay. we talk about yeah. this. <laughs> Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, we love you. Thank you to the creators, the actors. We Every, fucking love you, man. Yeah, we love if you any of you are listening, open come, door policy come here. Come on the show. <laughs> We're yes. obsessed with you. 
I will love. I would love to do a duet of issues. So with Mo. one last thing, <laughs> I um Jane Levy's like hilarious. She's best friends with Mae Whitman from Parenthood. Is like, I my saw them actress. on the. But they have a really funny drunk history. If you ever want to dive in, it's yeah. both of them drunk telling the story, like just like trashed drinking these like funny fancy drinks. I'm like, yeah, I would literally give one of my arms away to be on that couch with those. Two. Wow. Closing time. Every new beginning comes from some other beginnings end. <laughs> Was that real? Was, Was that it? real? Is or that did a hard one song? <laughs> Are we feeling that? I'm feeling that. I love that you whispered like how celebrities do that like where they read and they This has been My Favorite Episode Of. My Favorite Episode Of is produced by Matt Kelly as part of the Geekscape Network and hosted by Julie and Kathleen. Check out our show notes for all of our socials and email us at myfavoriteepisodepodcast at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting apps, and we'll be back next week with another episode of My Favorite Episode Of. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.